In the spring of 2021, Jinx Monsoon and Nick Zahoya recorded a Futurama recap podcast. For reasons unknown, it was never released. These are the raw tapes. I'm 40% Are you on the earbuds now? You on the earbuds? I am. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're a gem. Oh my gosh. Um. What so Jinx, if you could just do. Kinchy. I. You know what? We'll talk about that after. But Jinx, can you just do a little bit of an intro? And yeah. just I'm sorry, Kim. She's. We've been working on the intro, and she just hasn't really applied herself yet. So I don't. It might take her a couple tries. Ski, <laughs> you guys are still finding your colors. Yeah. And by the way, mm-hmm. if you if you are listening to her intro and you want to give any notes, just feel free to cut in and help her out. Oh my god! So let's you want do, me to um, judge? No, just help her out. You know that's what I do. Um, so Jinx, can you do? Uh, I'll do a three, two, one, and then you're gonna do this, okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick is three, two, a uh, method here right now. Trying to three, like three, two, one. He's trying to torture me like Kubrick did to Shelley Long. A uh, Shelley Long, <laughs> fucking idiot. Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. In The Shining. Do the intro. I won't be bullied, Nicholas. We're so far into the episode, and they don't even know what we're doing yet. And well, that's on you why, at don't, this point. why don't you ask me to do the intro with some gentility? Hey, you little bitch. You want to do the <laughs> intro? <laughs> you want to do it now? Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Jinx Monsoon, and this is I'm 40% Podcast, the Futurama Review Podcast with me and my dumb idiot friend, Nick Sahoya, leading you through every single episode. And today we so, have Kim, a very So, Kim, you're hearing special... what I'm hearing, right? <laughs> yes. Yep. It's just is not it lagging? lagging? No, no, it's not just not. It's not. It's like a quality issue. Oh, you're just fine. I know. It's not a... <laughs> It's not a technical issue. It's a delivery issue. Yeah. <laughs> You're such we haven't even introduced our special guest yet. Well, you know Stop what? Just cut to, to it's we can't figure this out today. Just introduce Kim and we'll have to we'll do this in post. I'll edit in a good intro later. Hi everyone. This is Jinx Monsoon. And if I tap on the mic three times, that means get help because this little <laughs> asshole is trying to push me around, <laughs> trying to make me snap like Shelly Long in The Shining. <laughs> All right, that's fine. The made um, for can TV introduce, remake. Can, can, let's introduce the guy. Wait, it's Shelly Duvall, isn't it? Not Shelly Long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do you keep saying Shelly Long? Because it's for funnies and ha-has. <laughs> like, oh. I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, there it. you have it, everyone. Our guest today is Kim Chi from RuPaul's Drag Race season... Uh, 
I want to say. Uh, wow. Wow. You're one of those girls. Like, oh, I stopped from the holiday special. <laughs> and no, no, actually, I watched, I watched your entire season. I'm just terrible with numbers. Is it season eight or season nine? It's season eight. Eight. You were with Bob. I was with Bob. Romantic. Sorry. You know, you know, when Bob's on screen, you just can't watch anything else. She doesn't let you. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely has a commanding presence. She has a a commanding presence now. Kim, hello. Yes. Thank you for being here. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. This is your uh, first episode of Futurama that you have ever seen. In my lifetime, yeah. What, yeah, what think? was your what was your initial <laughs> reaction? Like unfiltered, uninhibited, just what's the first thing that came to your mind when you finished watching the episode with us? Okay, so the um, only thing I knew about Futurama was um I think it was like two or three days ago on my Twitter. I posted a meme because I had no idea what the meme was about. So I was asking <laughs> the cool kids on Twitter what the meme was. And it was um but it was like a pizza place from the <laughs> uh, Futurama, and then it had like a dog from the Full Metal Alchemist in it. Oh, that's what the dog was from. I didn't know what the dog was from. I um, thought it was Full Metal Alchemist. Isn't there someone living inside that dog or something? No, some this alchemist like infused his daughter and a dog into like a oh, one creature. That's right. And she's so all sad, like sad the whole meme. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got turned into a dog, his little daughter. So I thought Futurama was some kind of sad, soppy cartoon or something. <laughs> well, that's kind of like the first episode of Pokemon I ever saw was Pikachu's Goodbye. And I was like, what kind of fucking sad show are all my friends watching? <laughs> Pikachu's Goodbye? Where did Pikachu have to go? He had to go live with the other Pikachu in the woods. And, and there's a really sad song that plays at the end that's like, The time has come. Is for the best I know it. And when did he get his detective license? I don't think that's Ash's Pikachu, <laughs> canonically. I believe it's a different Pikachu. There's not just one Pikachu? No, it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kim, Ryan have you seen Detective Reynolds. Pikachu? Yes, I have. Ha- thoughts? Oh, so you'll make time for Pikachu in your life, but this is the first time you've ever watched one of the best sci-fi cartoons that exists? Well, I gotta embrace my culture. I feel like Futurama is more like white people culture. <laughs> what Wait, about Japanese? it? It's Reaganomics. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to answer your question, I loved Detective Pikachu. It was jarring at first <laughs> <laughs> to hear like Ryan Reynolds' voice out of Pikachu, but then after you realize why he has Ryan Reynolds' voice, then it all makes sense. Yeah, at the I don't want to spoil movie. it for people that haven't seen it yet. <laughs> In the end, it turns out that the dad is living inside the Pikachu. My God, yep. you just really just spoiled the way there. Should have watched it already. That movie makes <laughs> me cry. I'm allowed to talk about it freely. <laughs> you know what part I cry at? I'm talking a lot about crying during Pokemon today. Uh, the part I cry at, and I'm thinking about it right now, it might make me cry, is when Pikachu's really hurt and all the Bulbasaur's come out of the kind of <laughs> woodwork and they all kind of <laughs> nuzzle up against him. <laughs> Oh, I'm not okay. going to lie. The, when I first time I saw the Pokemon movie in theater when I was in middle school, I cried too. Because there's like a part where Ash dies and all the other Pokemon starts crying. And I was like bawling in the movie theater. 
Okay, okay. We're going to um, stop talking about Pikachu <laughs> and all the Pokemon movies we've seen in our time and get back to Futurama episode three, which is called I, Robot. So it's called uh, I, Robot. Right away. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's called I, Robot. Will Smith guest stars on this episode. No, it's called I, Roommate. And, um, Hilarity ensues. So, <laughs> Kim, do you watch a lot of animated shows, period? Oh, yes. Like, religiously. Is it like all you watch? No, I like to watch a variety of things. Sometimes I like to watch, like, really somber, like, sad dramas that's really drawn out. And then sometimes I like to watch romantic comedies while, like, chewing on the bottom of my lips. And then sometimes I like... <laughs> anime <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't ask because i was that interested in the answer i asked because it's all i watch it's just animated everything <laughs> <So>. <laughs> she's all talking about rom-coms and drawn out dramedies and <laughs> i'm like listen i watch doctor who and i watch cartoons <laughs> that's it you're like i wanted a yes or no you watch answer. doctor who yeah i mean when did that happen you know well, my British partner moved in, and we had well, to find a show we both like. I can't get her to watch Buffy, like. and you just date one fucking British guy, and all of a sudden you watch <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> and and um, the actor who plays Giles and Buffy was a guest star on the episode we watched last night. So that's when I realized, oh my god, I could have been watching Buffy. I guess I can stomach this like really um, melodramatic <laughs> bullshit. No, I actually can, like can Doctor, you seen Buffy? Doctor Who. <laughs> I love Buffy. <laughs> How do we keep Kim, talking about other shows? Okay, Kim, can you drama. make Jinx watch Buffy? Have you ever seen the um that one episode um where they the don't musical talk at episode? All? No, <laughs> um, she has. We episode. have made Jinx watch the musical episode like five times, so she has seen. You should, that one. Yeah. you should make her watch the episode Hush. Oh, has Kenneth ever made you watch Hush? I feel like he must have. Yeah, the one where, the they, one where they can't talk. Yeah, it's yeah. the opposite of the musical episode. <laughs> it's like a why? Because there's piece. no singing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's no talking even. I feel like if you can survive the musical episode and the um, Hush episode, then you can handle Buffy. <laughs> you can handle <laughs> Buffy. Okay, now enough about Buffy. <laughs> Back to this show. Um, right away, Kim Chi, do you have a favorite character? Um, I like the chick with the um the cyclops eye. <laughs> What's with the eye? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Future so the- is crazy. Yeah, it was probably a sensory overload for you seeing all these wacky characters at once. We got to meet them it's one like, at a time. It's like watching The Simpsons on acid. Wow, you, you've watched The Simpsons on acid? No, I've never done acid. But that's what I assume it would be like. <laughs> that's a good that's Whoa, a good man. You've done acid, man. <laughs> Kim, will you like do acid and then like film it and put it on like an OnlyFans? <laughs> put it put it behind a paywall. <laughs> First thing is where do I where do you even get acid? I have some in my drawer. I'll drive over to your house. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh, right. This isn't another place for you to make your drug deals, Nick. 
<laughs> you have enough places for that already. <laughs> I don't. All the bars closed down because of the Rona. <laughs> um, I honestly don't sell drugs. I, I don't want to put this out there. You must have like a police well, showing stop up. Stop trying to push them podcast. on kimchi then. <laughs> What'd you say, Kim? Imagine, like, the police randomly showing up at your apartment after the podcast goes live. Mm, yeah, I'm going to get swatted. <laughs> and then um, they'll just shake your hair about, and, and they'll be like... So, Kim, uh, <laughs> Jinx wants to fuck Fry. Do you want to fuck the fictional cartoon character of Fry? No, he seems like an asshole and really inconsiderate. <laughs> he learns like, how to be better. Like, towards, like, the later seasons? Yeah, he's more considerate I mean, later. A little. <laughs> yeah, but also, um, in the past, I've been wildly attracted to assholes. So, I mean, this just tracks. Who do All you right. want to fuck on Futurama? The lobster? I know it's the lobster. <laughs> I didn't find any of the characters sexually attractive. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds really preachy. <laughs> Kimchi. <laughs> I, I it was it was that was not my train of thought when I was watching the Futurama. I'm like, oh, he is hot. Mm. You don't have to like be thinking that. You see a hot cartoon, your mind gets there. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't think this was the one for it. There's plenty of them. <laughs> There's plenty of other cartoons with hot boys. <laughs> okay, wait. Before we actually talk about the episode, let give me your top three hot cartoon boys. <laughs> oh, okay. So, my original crush was Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon. Okay, <laughs> and then Fred from Scooby Doo. Something about the ascot like really did it for me back in the day. See, Jinx would fuck Shaggy, so you two don't have Yo, to fight. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and top five. <laughs> well you can do five I said three but oh okay <laughs> you want to fuck a lot of cartoons I don't want to yuck your yum oh god um oh my god there's so many I feel like I'm <laughs> in the spot <laughs> just give but one Inuya- more Inuyasha maybe he's hot yeah Inuyasha's hot. hot I like adult Yu-Gi-Oh he's pretty hot oh yeah or Kaido from Yu-Gi-Oh oh yeah Kaido's actually hotter you know he's going to be like a mean top that just doesn't care about what you want, but he's going to be so rough. <laughs> My top animated crush is not a cartoon. It's Link from Legend of Zelda. Oh. He's very cute. I want him to I feel like he would smell. Arms. Why? Yeah. Because he goes out and he fights in chainmail? <laughs> he just looks like he has feel. Yeah. Well, also yeah. he lives in medieval time and like they didn't have yeah. sanitation back then. That's true. This is... They like probably shit in the streets and stuff. Like in Hyrule Castle yeah. Town, there's like shit running through the gutters. <laughs> They're just like that's the part they don't show you in the game is that everyone just <laughs> throwing out the chamber pots, just shit flying everywhere <laughs> constantly. Like, what you don't see is um like the demise of Link is chicken pox. Oh wow, <laughs> he dies of chicken what? pox. Yeah, know. he dies of a communicable disease. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I think they would the be called cuckoo pops. <laughs> cuckoo pops. <laughs> I meant cuckoo or, pox, but cuckoo pops sound good. Or what's that one um, thing that doesn't exist anymore? Polio? <laughs> Why do you think Link dies of polio? Well, medieval times. <laughs> 
I mean, he's got a lot of magic, though. Like, I feel like there's a lot. Yeah, of but when he goes to the doctor, safe. they like drain half of his blood, so I think he's still gonna die young. Yeah, but he's still friends with a gigantic fairy who like gives him magic, and she okay. laughs like this. <laughs> Um, I love the opening of the episode um, because they just have these little moments of like the future is not like the present Um, there's an owl infestation outside the, (laughs) the laboratory and it's just like of course, New York in the future, it's not a rat problem anymore. It's the owl problem. The owls came and ate all the rats, and now they are the rodents <laughs> of New York City. <laughs> Wouldn't that be better, though? Owls are a lot cuter. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of rat enthusiasts out what there. What if it's like Zelda, though, and you're like trying to go to the temple, and the owl stops you and talks <laughs> to you for five minutes? <laughs> There's not a, there's not an obstacle in Zelda where someone just stops and talks to you for a long time. <laughs> you never played Ocarina of Time, girl. Of course I did. Those conversations... Anyway, they were <laughs> integral to... <laughs> integral, even, to Link accomplishing his mission. <laughs> if you want to use Z-targeting, press Z. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about owls here. <laughs> we are the talking owl about thing is the here. first the first frame of the episode is the owls <laughs> outside yeah and we're only 28 minutes in <laughs> what's up everyone it's tana mojo and we're still canceled our podcast canceled with tana mojo is back and my favorite clean girl brooke schofield is by my side We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn and bridges we continue to burn. It's gonna be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Cancelled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts so you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way. Woohoo! Fry wakes up. Nick, why don't you guide us? Thank you. Fry wakes up. He's sleeping on the conference table in Planet Express. And there's a very funny joke that's relevant to today's Zoom era where Hermes says, if you're going to sleep in the office, you could at least not be late for work, which is something that, Jinx, you could write this down and learn from it. (laughs) I wrote that down. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Did you learn from it? Um. I don't know. I've I've been on time today for everything I had. I mean, like just on time. <laughs> like I show up like ooh when the digital clock strikes two. <laughs> I feel like that is like the ultimate like Jinx Monson story from like touring with her. Like she's like the first one to get ready, and she's always ready in time, but she just barely makes it on time. <laughs> I'm doing the last lash on yeah. as I'm walking to the meet and greet. <laughs> she's like a fish. She will grow to the pond that she is in, but the pond is like the amount of time she can waste talking to you about something you don't want to hear. <laughs> you give me 40 minutes, I'll be ready in 40 minutes. You give me three hours, I'll be ready in three hours No, no, minutes. no. If you give her 40 minutes, she'll be ready in 45 minutes. If you give her three hours, she'll be ready in three hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> 
It's debatable and subjective. <laughs> Kim, it's all based did on you context. watch um, Jinx's little holiday uh, cameo in the lesbian movie? Did you watch that yet? The lesbian movie? She's in the lesbian movie on Hulu. I've never Happiest heard of the lesbian season. movie. That's what it's called. It's called the lesbian movie. It's, on Hulu. it's from the people who made Scary Movie and. <laughs> really. No. <laughs> Kim, oh. why do you fall for all of this stuff? <laughs> no, it's a good movie. Like that one of, I just assume it was like one of, another one of your projects that wasn't promoted well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Fry's living at the office. <laughs> and Hermes starts... Um, <laughs> Starts pointing out um, certain expenses that the office is going through that, of course, all link up to things Fry's doing. Um, there's an owl infestation because Fry keeps leaving Bachelor Chow out. <laughs> yeah, and this is the first time we see Bachelor Chow as a product. I think we see the signage for it prior to this episode. <laughs> and then um, Hermie... <laughs> Does Bachelor but, Chow make like a lot of like appearance throughout the uh, upcoming episode? I mean, here and there, you know, it's in the background as much as like milk would be in the background of a normal, a normal show, whatever. Normal. I think like a lot of things, it's a running gag for the first couple seasons, and then they kind of move on to other things. Okay. Yeah, they it's something they return to if they need to, and I just love when um, Hermes is saying, "And I'm sick of cleaning out owl traps," and we hear a trap snap, and an owl just go, "Whoo!" <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a perfect Futurama joke is when so the professor is talking about like this ancient mummy this tiny little mummy <laughs> in a sarcophagus that's like 10 million years old or some shit and he's like opening it up and he's showing it to everyone and he's all excited and he's like where'd it go and fry comes in and he's chewing on it and he's like mm, good beef jerky professor and the professor goes <laughs> you take it mom <laughs> This is an outrage. I was going to eat that mummy. <laughs> yeah, there's a so lot of... the issue of, is uh, not that it was eaten. <laughs> the issue is that he was He wanted to be it. the one to eat it. Um, <laughs> I also love Fry doing his hair with the, um, with the engines of the spaceship. <laughs> and then Leela says, You're getting a huge dose of radiation. With great lift. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Kim, if your hair could look that good, would you expose yourself to quite a bit of radiation from a spaceship? I mean, given I sleep next to my phone every day, I'm sure I'm exposed to. It evens out, probably. Yeah. Living in the modern world. On my phone. That's supposed to be like really bad for you, but I always forget. Hmm. How how far away should it be? Mm, I don't you know. should put it in the other room in a lead <laughs> box <laughs> with I'm a lock on. Out it. now is that? Would that explain this? <laughs> I just have a huge <laughs> scar on the side. Why a scar? <laughs> I don't know because it, it's been there for a while. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got the first appearance of All My Circuits. This is another running gag. It is a robot's soap opera. 
Yeah, but Kim. I'm going to put myself back in the mindset of we don't know this is going to be a running gag. This could be the only time we see all my circuits. So let's treat it like it's new to us. Let's let's look at it through Kim's eyes. Yeah, Kim, how did it seem through your eyes as someone who hasn't seen Futurama? Is this the funniest joke in the world, the least funny <laughs> joke in the world, or somewhere in the middle? You know, I just... Well, was that soap opera about like a gay lover relationship? <laughs> it's about robot really... relationships. Which, that's what I was know, getting one... from it. And I was really. Who did you think was gay with each other? The the robot and the boy. <laughs> and the boy, yeah. Oh, okay. The human. They boy. definitely seemed like romantically involved. You know, I was like, if this is how the gays are going to have to get to the uh, mainstream media, so be it. Well, but, it must be on the DL, the though, robot... because he was getting married. <laughs> yeah, the robot, robot proposed to a female robot. That was the main conflict. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> I think they're fucking on the DL, though. I think Kim's right. I didn't realize um, that was the same robot. <laughs> I we what, were do they all like... look the same to you, Kim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all robots look the same, except for the ones um, that are my friends. <laughs> what? What robots no. are your friends? <laughs> Alexa, Roomba. Alexa, yeah. Naomi Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the battery life of an eternal sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, of your friends, Kimchi, who do you think is um the most like a robot? Probably, um. Not because she's like a robot, but probably Naomi Smalls because she loves her routine. Like, mm. she likes to wake up and does this and then go do she's this. She's just and following her programming. And... Exactly. <laughs> like, she's not a robotic person at all, but... um, Kim and I are friends, too. You're yeah. Not bothered yeah. By that. I'm not bothered by that. Take We acted <laughs> together. That is a bond that you cannot... That's right. You Fake. guys were in me- Mean Gaze together. Mean Gaze. He was my uh, love interest. Mm-hmm. But wait, did we end up together? I can't remember how that movie ends. <laughs> um. Well, the play ended differently than the movie. That's true. <laughs> you don't say. A Peaches Christ production. <laughs> we decided to to take the movie and put it on its side and give it for a spin. <laughs> you telling me a Peaches Christ production just randomly wrapped up in the last ten minutes without really worrying about <laughs> the last third of the movie? <laughs> That's exactly what went down. Um, Your I speech I... was very funny though, and you improved that whole because you played um, Lindsay Lohan. And you improv that whole speech at, uh, yeah. You improv yeah. that whole speech at prom. You did so good. Thank you. I feel like that was so long ago. I don't even remember what I did. All I remember is um, I could never get the um, the Christmas choreo right. So I messed it up every <laughs> single time. Wait, did you have, did you have problem with dancing? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do I? <laughs> Kimchi, you know, there's um, a compilation video of drag queens falling on the on the YouTube, and I think you and I are um, the most heavily featured <laughs> of oh all my the God. queens. There's quite Kim, a few you've of seen the one where, <laughs> Kim, you've seen the one where she falls down with Richard, right? And she yells at him. Yes. <laughs> Taking down like a whole like backdrop with her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, there's one where Kim Chi does the movement, 
and then is just standing there and then falls over. <laughs> like it's after she's done the choreography. And my favorite is there's a video of Kim <laughs> where two people make their grand entrances and then the can uh, the camera pans over to find Kim and she's just already on the floor. <laughs> uh... Yeah, balance is never really my thing. <laughs> just as a you human, do really well in a, a closet <laughs> kim you would do really yeah. well in a closet apartment because if you fell over you would just land on the wall and you couldn't hit the floor <laughs> you'd be surprised oh my god <laughs> i'm not even joking you i almost died the other day oh my gosh um while i was like playing my game on the computer i choked on a piece of corn nut and the next <laughs> thing i know <laughs> i woke i wake up on my floor um I see the coordinates everywhere. My computer has oh, been pulled no. out of the wall. And like my computer um, chair has been flipped over. And the side of my head was completely swollen. And I was like, did I just like pass out in my head on the ground? And this was like hour after. Kim, this is harrowing. So I- <laughs> you're, dropping this, you're dropping your 127 hours story in the middle of a podcast about a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyways um yeah i fall are you okay well, i guess i guess we're really happy to just hear that you're alive you, like that you didn't mention that before <laughs> you, you know what's really- now so they <laughs> they force fry to stop moving in the office fry moves in with bender for a little bit and um it's a robot apartment so it's only the size of a closet fry decides he has to move out and he says to bender <laughs> he, well he's talking to leela and he says i just don't know how i could ever break that news to him he loves living together and then Bender walks up and he just goes, hey, Fry. <laughs> Fry's like, hey, Bender. They chat a bit and they both laugh and laugh and laugh. And at the end of their little hearty chuckle, Fry just says, ha, 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 ha. well, I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Uh, yeah. Okay. So at this point, they go shop for apartments together because they agree they want to stay roommates, but they can't live in Bender's apartment. If yeah. Fry can afford half of an apartment, then why is he living with Bender in the first pick in the first place? Because like, you know what? I mean, I don't know. Fry's got a job at least. They both have a job. It's got to pay. Then why something. didn't he go get a modest studio? Like, why is he? <laughs> Being a schlub. It's New York. You can't live in New York without a roommate. Have you ever been to New York, Nick? <laughs> Wait. So what? I'm actually. I'm, living... I'm a little more established on the West Coast, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what Friday for work wasn't like clarified this episode, so I have no idea. Yeah, you don't. I want to know what Kim doesn't know because she hasn't seen the first two episodes. What do you think Planet Express does? <laughs> Um, I genuinely have no idea. I know there's something about radiation, and then there's like a <laughs> office. But yeah, what do they do? What? How does he make the money? Fry works for Planet Express, which is where the episode begins, and all the people in the episode are his co-workers. And it's an intergalactic um, package delivery service. <laughs> no. It's like UPS. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but between planets. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, so it doesn't really come up a lot in this episode. It's not, all you need to know is he's been sleeping at work. <laughs> he's been Kim, living have you ever office. been a delivery person for a job? Delivery? I, no. I had to l- deliver Jimmy John's a lot, so I used to relate to Fry. <laughs> oh, my God. And isn't, like, Jimmy John's thing, like, they deliver within, like, 30 minutes or something like that? Yeah, and they get really mad at you if you fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe don't smoke a bong's worth of weed before you go driving around your Jimmy John sandwiches. More like during, like, man. <laughs> but also, like, who's rushing people to get cold sandwiches? Like, <laughs> I understand if it's like pizza or like you know, like hot subs, but you're getting cold because, sandwiches delivered. <laughs> because you go to Jimmy John's when you don't have time to wait for other deliveries you're like i need food i need it now i live a very stressful life i don't have time to waste eating it should be stated that jimmy john the actual guy is a piece of shit and you should order your sandwiches from somewhere else because he's a fuck jersey mike's jersey mike's (laughs) that reminds me um while they're looking for apartments in this episode um one of the best jokes ever is, you know, they, they see an underwater apartment. They see one that's like a... Um, MC Escher. Is that Escher. a salvage... MC Escher. It's like they, they're making a lot of obscure artist reference. You oh, because there's have, a Dali um, joke in the there's first There's a Salvador scene. Dali. <laughs> Salvador Dali. <laughs> that's how Max says Salvador Dali on, on Drag Race. Salvador <laughs> Dali. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's very fun. Um, anyway, so then they finally see this amazing apartment, and <laughs> it's listed as the suspiciously amazing apartment in the newspaper. And Fry asks um, the, the apartment guide, <laughs> what's the, the landlord? So, okay, so what's the catch? Nothing. We are technically in new jersey yeah. and then it cuts to fry not one place that was even remotely livable <laughs> and it's like gorgeous and spacious it's got big windows but it's in jersey that's like when i had to live in beaverton when i lived in portland it was a oh bummer. my god did you tell people that you'd lived there no i said i lived in um southwest <laughs> And what happened when guys on Grinder had to ask for your address to come over? And, this was pre Grinder being like ubiquitous. This was like 2010. Okay, sorry, manhunt. What about when guys? I think it was literally. <laughs> I think it was literally D list. <laughs> but D list was not like localized. It was just like, hey, everybody in the world, look at my dick. Adam for Adam. That was Adam that was the Grinder of the time. Was Adam for Adam? I was on one called Mojanic. Oh, I kind of remember that. Do you? I, I remember the name. I didn't know it was like a little fuck site that Jarek went to. But <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Would you rather say I say my, that Jinx say was my on given name. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Mogenic. I remember signing on to Mogenic to meet boys in the middle of like my middle school classroom. <laughs> Kim, where do you uh, typically troll for D? Um, ooh, awkward. Um, <laughs> I feel like the, tr- 
I feel like the um, D trolls for Kim, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not me. If the D trolls for the, <laughs> what is it? I'm, I'm for trying whom to remember the, the last southern time. D trolls. <laughs> <laughs> it trolls for the. It trolls for kimchi. <laughs> Honestly, it's been so long since I've um have seen any D. Mm. I can't Why? even remember. <laughs> You could go oh, to something just have... that's been preventing you from interacting with other people. I'm oh, talking yeah. about like actual D swinging in my face. Mm. Um, oh, that's because the cock is closed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic, and you know. Hmm. So they go to a new apartment <laughs> <laughs> because. Hmm. The professor's compatriot, Dr. Mbutu, died, and he has a beautiful apartment in a good part To of shreds, town. you say. That's a great And bit. how's his wife? To shreds, you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go and they check it out, and I would love to live in this apartment. It's so nice. Can it we go there? Yeah, a great window view. <laughs> and a giant TV, like, find me a... A view oh, of a TV window. Oh, that TV so cool. <laughs> the first thing I thought was like, wow, I'd love to play Mario Kart on that TV. It would be a good Mario Kart TV. Um, I love when they're checking out the apartment <laughs> and they're like, what is all this crap? And Leela goes, it's not crap. And the landlady goes, Dr. Mabutu collected this crap on his journeys throughout the, <laughs> what you call it, universe. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first appearance of another recurring character, uh, the Kajigger Lady. Um, <laughs> the Kajigger Lady. <laughs> yeah, and she comes back a lot, and I did not remember that she started out as like a building manager. <laughs> That's how we were. She manages to her. a lot of buildings. I think she's like she's neighbors with <laughs> with the professor, but also has invested in his company. <laughs> like she has a rich backstory. <laughs> But she's also a landlady at this wonderful... Maybe that's how the professor knows her is because she's been the landlady for Dr. Mabutu all this time. Why do you think the professor knows her? When do they ever interact? Oh, my God. Throughout throughout the show, they interact a lot, Nick. No. They interact a lot, Nick. She has. She's invested in the Planet Express company. She owns one share and of their corporation. And he acts like he doesn't know who the fuck she is. No, she says, "Why don't you ever come visit me?" And he goes, "Because I don't like your cats or something." No, like he that. says, "Because your apartment smells like polygrip and cat pee." But that's just a regular burn about an old spinster lady. That's not. I don't no, think they he knows know her. each other. They have a You're close personal shit. relationship. You're full I am of shit. not. I'm mutant. You'll you. see. I'm mutant Jinx. <laughs> You'll You're see muted. throughout the You're muted show right now. while no we continue to watch this. Cam is not Unmute nice. me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see throughout this show that they have a long history together. The professor and the Kajigger lady. <laughs> oh my god, Jigs. I can't believe all the stuff you're saying about Nick while he has you muted. <laughs> Am I still muted? Yeah, you're muted. No one can hear you. <laughs> Stop <laughs> muting me. <laughs> Kim, are you a plant gay? You got plants in that house there? No, the only thing I can do with plants is cook or kill. Oh. <laughs> How often are you killing plants? Oh, like because you try to take care of them and you know nothing about plants? Yep, so I like I end up like drowning them or like forget to water them. 
Are you imagining Kate Have you met like holding it? their head under <laughs> <the water? laughs> Holding the plant underwater. Kim is like Dexter, but for bad plants. <laughs> bad plants. <laughs> Venus flytraps. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you to take out your bloodlust on these innocent flies. On these innocent flies. Um, why don't you just get succulents? Aren't succulents like goof proof? They say it's easy, but it's not. The succulents die all the time and they get squishy. Oh, do they? And they oh, work. do they say it's easy? And then there's like different succulents and they like need to be treated differently and you can't overwater them, but then you can also underwater them. It's what a about mess. a cactus? Cactus I've killed. <laughs> <laughs> And the cactus so fought easy. back too. She was trying to strangle it, and it was poking her, tossing <laughs> <laughs> darts at her, and she's like leaping out of the way. <laughs> I like this idea of kimchi just having <laughs> a lot of plant blood on her hands. Chlorophyll <laughs> or pesto. Yes, yes, chlorophyll. Okay. Your hands are stained with the chlorophyll of <laughs> your victims. <laughs> So Bender's antenna <laughs> is causing wait, an before issue. We get to, wait a second. Before we get to Bender's antenna, we have to talk about the snacks that they're all eating at the housewarming party. Zoidberg serves up a plate full of like innocuous claws. <laughs> Hermes takes a big bite through the claw shell. <laughs> eats they do that it, says, every time hey, they eat are... lobster on the show. They bite right I know, I know. <laughs> But he said it's a classic animation trope. I get it. It would, whatever. Um, he takes a bite of the claw. He says it's tasty, and then Zoidberg says, "Thanks, I made them myself." <laughs> and <laughs> and then Hermes gets really upset and almost pukes. What? Okay, so the joke here is obviously they came off of Zoidberg. Why would Zoidberg have grown, chopped off, and cooked a bunch of extra claws? Kim, do you want do to you think they're like? Do you think they're like nipples that grow on him that he can remove or something? Uh, Mandibles. I know you don't know a lot about Dr. Zoidberg, but I'd really <laughs> like your opinion on this, Kim. If there were a humanoid lobster crab person and they served you crab claws and then said, I made them myself, what would you think, kimchi? Uh, wow, this is absurd. Just like the rest of the uh, theme for this cartoon. <laughs> Absurdism. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like That's the equivalent of um it's like the equivalent of um um Chick-fil-A as um our bunch of cows telling people to eat more chicken. Because crabs and <laughs> lobsters aren't the same thing. Yeah, but in this show they are, okay, because Zoidberg is a crab when they need him to be a crab and a and a lobster when they need a lobster joke. He's so it's one of two neither. things. Let's talk about it. It's either he grew them <laughs> off of him or he had some babies and killed them and harvested <laughs> their little claws. He reproduced by budding and they're eating his little brothers. Um, that's I don't know what's darker. I mean, obviously the one where he commits infanticide is darker. <laughs> the only problem with that is we learn in a later episode that... Um, he does not reproduce asexually because he tries to fuck that lobster on the home planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he goes back in time and he regresses through his stages, there's a point where he, he's reproducing by budding. It's a stage he goes through. Very true. Very true. Okay. Withdrawn. Kimchi. <laughs> Are you following all of this? 
Yes, I was just thinking about how it's refreshing that you guys picked Futurama and appreciating all of its little details for a podcast idea. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's really cool. I thought you were being sarcastic. That sounded really sarcastic. No, it wasn't sarcastic at all. You need to learn well, how to take a compliment, Mom. Well, thanks for being on on our third episode. Oh, that's it? We're done? No, no, I was just saying, like, thanks for that, thanks for that compliment. Oh, she just wanted out. She was just we like, do need to fast forward. We need to, we're yeah. like maybe a third of the way through the episode and we got like 10 minutes left. Um, so in addition to meeting the Kajigger lady for the first time, we meet Randy and he says Calculon's back. Calculon's back. <laughs> I love Randy. Um, we love Randy. Um, <laughs> I love that the the banana peel gag happens twice. You know, as <laughs> Amy's having a really emotional response to the episode of All My Circuits <laughs> that they've watched, and of course, you know, it's a tumultuous night because they have to kick Bender out because his antenna um, <laughs> ruins TV in the apartment <laughs> building. So, you know, like, it's a very emotional evening for everyone. We don't know if Calculon's going to get out of that coma. (laughs) (laughs) Bender and Fry are on the rocks. (laughs) On the skids. Kim, that made you laugh when when she slipped on the banana peel the second time. Because we all watched this together. Yeah. (laughs) Do you like physical comedy? Like seeing people fall? (laughs) Um, Only when it hurts them. Hmm. She's a big fan of Schadenfreude. <laughs> she likes watching other people go through misery. It's like she doesn't she doesn't drink, she doesn't smoke pot. She just watches people uh, have crises. <laughs> That's her advice. We see Lila's uh, we see Lila's aforementioned lime green jacket for the first time. <laughs> would you wear that, that jacket? Lime Kim? green affair. Yeah, a tawdry would, lime yeah. green affair. You'd wear the lime green jacket. I love lime green, yeah. I think you look great in you look great in green too. I look great in like emeralds and deep greens, but citrus greens tend to make me um turn green. Just like mm. Michelle's lousy excuse for hating green. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think true. it'll complement your ginger hair really well. They're on the opposite ends of the color spectrum. They're on the opposite ends of the color scale. The color spectrum is a construct and we need to tear it apart. I think all the the colors should be able to intermingle, (laughs) not stay on their side of the spectrum. Bender goes back to the apartment alone. He's very sad. He sees all the things that Fry left behind, which Which is is, uh, eyelash and three skin flakes. (laughs) Um, I think there would have been more skin flakes than three. That's my only complaint, but I think we can move on. They're pretty substantial skin flakes, though. They were large ones. They were like gold Like, if you can see them with the (laughs) naked eyes, they're big um, skin flakes. Fry doesn't moisturize. Mm. (laughs) Well, he's a straight guy. For sure he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and also he's living in a closet. (laughs) He's like... (laughs) With no bathroom. he's, He's under some very extenuating circumstances right now. I wish Strike Rides were real life, like, if you do like a skincare routine every night, you can pretend like your life is in order. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just rub a bunch of oil on my face before bed. Is that a routine? Yeah. Like, you look great. like motor oil? What are you talking about? 
Yeah, I just squeeze it out of a an olive. <laughs> I just hand press olive oil in my kitchen before bed. So at least fresh then. That's nice. No preservative. Um. <laughs> so I like that when robots don't drink. So uh, um, it's revealed multiple times throughout this episode that the reason why Bender, there's a functional reason for Bender's alcoholism and that his um, processors run on burning alcohol fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so reverse alcoholism. Yeah. So if he doesn't drink, it's when he acts like he's hungover and like he's all messed up and he has five o'clock rust. Which is so perfect. It's such a good visual joke because he looks like all haggard, but it's rust because he's a robot. Yeah, but it's rust because he's a robot. I thought he was wearing lipstick at first. Oh, he does in a later episode. Just you wait. (laughs) (laughs) Which of Um, these characters, Kim, which of these characters would you like to see in drag? Would you like to, like, it's, you're on All Stars 9. It's the makeover challenge. The challenge is make over a character from Futurama and put <laughs> oh, them in God. Who are you oh, making God. over? Um, probably Fry because I'm the most familiar with his features. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think if you like took Dr. Zoidberg and like turned it out, like it could be a really fierce transformation? That's I'd probably true. choose Zoidberg because you wouldn't have to really have to do Zoidberg's makeup. You could just paint the shell. And I feel like there's more room for error there. <laughs> there's more <laughs> like, I could just paint over it if I didn't like it. Like, Why? Because it's I a hard really... surface? Yeah. Okay. So you wouldn't you use have traditional to get... makeup. You just have to get like a really good concealer to conceal like his <laughs> original skin color. Which is available. I'm celebrate on his. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Kim. His... Kim, this is problematic. We're not gonna. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're gonna keep him red. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep him red and celebrate his shell, Mama Hunty. But um, yes, um, if you are looking to do a drag makeover, you look no further than Kimchi Cosmetics. And um, I I have one of your eyeshadow from Chic Beauty. I have one of your eyeshadow palettes that I use all the time. I use um, the light blue color and that's it. (laughs) Blueberry from the uh, Rainbow Sharks palette. Yeah, Blueberry. It's great. Rainbow Sharks? What? It's called Rainbow Sharks. Why not? That's fun. You're such a wacky character, Kim. There's a little cartoon. There's a little cartoon of kimchi putting a little, um, uh, just a little bean person into drag. Um, they look like a gumdrop, and and kimchi's like, "Oh, what would you like?" And the person says something subtle, and then the next frame is just this person fully in drag, and kimchi's showing the mirror. It's cute. It's cute that your um eyeshadow palette has a little cartoon on it. You must really yeah. love cartoons. It was great to invite you to this. <laughs> it was such good planning on our yeah, part. Yeah, we planned it. <laughs> We're like, so free it's... and not doing anything today? Don't admit to that. <laughs> it, should <be> noted. <laughs> it should be noted that Jinx booked this like an hour ago and we've been recording for 55 noted? minutes. <laughs> should it be noted? 
So thank you, Kim. I'm still finding my footing with this. I don't know if you know, but I have a new holiday movie coming out and it's taking up a lot of my attention. Cross promotion on this show. I already brought up Happiest Season. You would need to bring up all your your fucking projects (laughs) on the streaming. I'm in I'm in a lot of holiday movies. What can I say? No, but I'll say the (laughs) highlight of my December every year is going to see Jinx and Dayless Christmas show because genuinely it is one of the like best best like well scripted like good singing like great jokes like it's just a really well written show and i'm not saying oh, it well. just because i'm on jinx's podcast like <laughs> it is really good amazing. they do amazing work so all the viewers i mean they'll probably go see it because they're listening to this because they're a fan of you but like it's so well written that i can't wait to see the digital version yeah you're gonna love this movie um, but we have to stop talking about it or Nick's going to throw a little temper tantrum. So. My favorite thing when Bender's all not drunk is, <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> is when he's like walking down like the seedy alley and it's all the neon signs. But all the neon signs are for boring things like Bible study. <laughs> and one says boring ge- geology lecture tonight. That is... Um, you know, that whole motif, that whole trope of the person walking down the dark street and the neon signs are just lighting up every cartoon, every single cartoon, every cartoon ever has like um, made a joke about that trope. What's the original source? I don't know, but we did a shot of it in monsoon season in the Ireland <laughs> episode. Do you remember when we're drunk coming up the stairs and it's like three neon signs that I overlaid? You remember that? I guess so. I, guess I know so. I know it's the Ireland episode. It's not one of the good episodes, so we haven't watched it as many times. But we, we did had do a that. really rough hotel room and we had to film it in this hotel room that was like <laughs> Everything looked gray because like there's no sun in Ireland. <laughs> I got no potatoes to give my daughter away on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Kim, you ever worked at Dublin? You ever go to Dragon or George Bar? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't usually go out to bars because I don't drink. Mm-hmm. No, like did a gig, Mama. <laughs> oh, um, you ever done your gig gigging down in I- Ireland? <laughs> Ireland, I have, yeah. But all the names of the places that I've worked at, like, all blend into my head. Mm. Uh huh. So I couldn't tell you specifically where I was. <laughs> <laughs> you were in Ireland. The land of yep. leprechauns and shillelaghs. No, that's oh Scottish, God. isn't it? <laughs> and no, I do think over that... chips and. Uh... I'm an Irish American, and I think this is offensive. We're gonna move on. Um, Since when? So I'm. That's always my joke. Is I'm Mexican and Irish. I'm not gonna fucking uh, like examine my career for you. I'm not gonna fucking if you justify ever, it. If you ever like opened up about yourself to me, maybe I'd know these things. I'm fucking Irish. I don't do that. So, boom. <laughs> so <laughs> Bender comes into the apartment and he's like really not drunk. So he's acting crazy. And he has <laughs> um, like, what would you call them? Like hedge clippers, like loppers. I used to call them loppers yeah. when I did he's yard work gonna... as a kid. No, they're called clippers, you weirdo. Um, loppers. No one calls them loppers. No, that's, that's, I don't. You... There's a movie called The Burning. No. <laughs> with Jason Alexander from like the 80s. 
And the killer, it's a killer movie. And the killer in it is named Lopsy because he chops people up with those things. So it's not well, out of nowhere. That's called lopping a head off. The, so the, they're loppers. The, the, they're called hedge clippers. You lop them. And you know they are. And you're just trying to I'm be not, contrarian. I'm not trying to do... Kim? Thoughts? Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were in like a passionate, heated argument. I was like, all right, I'm going to let them do their thing. Thank you. Um, do you call them hedge clippers or loppers? Um, let's go with loppers. See. Oh my god. Well, we can't. Oh, you find hedge clippers. She, hedge clippers. She's been texting. What about this whole Cindy Lopper? <laughs> no, I'm not. What about Cindy Lopper? Is there anything there? Can we make a little joke? If we call them Cindy Loppers, I'll let it pass. Okay, they're Cindy Loppers. So Bender comes in with her with his Cindy <laughs> Loppers, and he's. Acting nuts, and Fry goes, no, cutting off Leela's head won't solve anything. <laughs> and then he says, no, I'm going to cut off my antenna. And it becomes a big deal, because the antenna is like Bender's manhood. At some points, it's even very specifically like referred to as if it's his penis. So Yeah, he- but I mean... Robot sex is so ambiguous in this yeah. show. Because sometimes when he has sex, he like opens up someone's circuit board. It's not like he puts and his, just like and just and like moves the cords around. <laughs> like they're not consistent on how robots have sex in this. <laughs> well, every robot is built differently, I guess. Wow, that's true. Thank you, Kim, for enlightening. That was us. a lot more open-minded than your Zoidberg comments. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the lobster anti-defamation league is going to be on your ass. <laughs> the Decapodian defamation league. <laughs> Anti-defamation league. Anti. The you don't de- want to de- defame people. Decapodian. What are, whatever. That's a later episode. We'll get there. <laughs> um. Fry is uh, very okay with him chopping off the antenna, but they very quickly realized that this was a mistake. Yes, Leela has to because intervene, of, kind of. Because full circle, all my circuits is dealing with a similar thing, and they have a conversation where the human apologizes for being a jerk, and Calculon says, it's all right. After all, you're only human. And Leela points out that Fry and Bender could learn something from their favorite <laughs> TV show and they get confused and <laughs> Bender's the one apologizing for being a jerk and Fry says it's all right after all you're only human and they hug and they make up <laughs> of course Leela's irritated that they didn't get it right <laughs> but you know that's what I like about <laughs> the show is all the conflicts are just so optional everything's gonna be <laughs> solved by the end like you don't really have to worry that Fry and Bender aren't still gonna be best friends you know I like a good show that just gives puts me in a, a fetal state of docility at the end of every episode is yeah, I feel like this is like a very like lighthearted, fun show that you can just like casually view, but then there's like a lot of like smart jokes sprinkled in. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it gives you a little bit of everything. You know, you can feel good about yourself for laughing at the smart, clever writing, but you don't have to look inward at all or face your demons. Yeah, it's like so many cartoons. shows these days. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so they go back to Bender's apartment. They decide that Fry's going to live there again. I don't know what happens to that other nice apartment. I hope someone snatched it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would be stupid. And it was rent controlled. Yeah, that's wild. I hope a queer person moved in there at least. Rain. Yeah, like a starving artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if Peaches and Neha moved in there, I would be really happy. <laughs> in New New York? Yeah. If this is called New New York, do you think New Jersey's New New Jersey? Or they just didn't replace it? Yeah, maybe it never got destroyed and It's just back. still old New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, he says we are in New Jersey, not New New Jersey. So I think there's something All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> so... Fry's like, do you think there's enough light for the plant? And Bender says, there's a window in the closet. They open up the closet, and it's uh, ten times as big as <laughs> the room. It's it's a human apartment. <laughs> it's a human apartment. So in the future, robots have their own apartments, which are basically like human closets, but their closets are like human apartments. <laughs> so, ta-da! We're in the future. Everything gets solved. Thank God the future is so um, well-equipped for solving problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kimchi, do you think after this experience you'd watch more Futurama? Yeah, definitely. Are you going to go I think I need to now? go back and watch like the first two episodes. And then... I mean, kind of. Or you can just listen to our podcast. We give you yeah, a we'll step-by-step you synopsis <laughs> at terrible length and detail. <laughs> I Well, it's it's untrue to say that we talk about it at length and detail. We <laughs> yell at each other. And then the podcast ends up being long because, because of it. If we just took the parts where we talked about the show and just made that the podcast, it would be very succinct. So I want to yeah, get that. Yeah, I know how podcasts work, Nick. Kim, when you're not um, making great uh, makeup palettes and drawing little cartoons <laughs> on them, uh, what are you doing to pass the time in quarantine? What gets you through um, the day? I play a lot of video games. Um, to what be specifically, games? right now I'm playing Ragnarok Online Mobile. What? There's um, a lot of Viking stuff these days. It's like they yeah. got done with Greek mythology and now they've moved on to Viking because I'm playing Valhalla, which is Vikings. That sounds fun. Tell us about Ragnarok. What's that all about? Um, it's a massively multiplayer online RPG game. Oh, fun. So I'm a vice leader of a guild. So we have like guild Ooh. wars, guild battles. Um, Did you have to run in an election for that title? No. Real question, um, Kim. Do the people in your guild know that you are kimchi world famous drag queen or are they just randos? Only like the chosen few do. Oh, that's very cute. Like your secret. Like elf and your, yeah. and your sage and your <laughs> paladin. <laughs> Like, I want to stay anonymous, like, in my video gaming world, because, you know, this is my alternate reality where I escaped. <laughs> you said two games. What's the other? Um, I play a lot of Smash Brothers. Oh, good. I love a Smash. Yeah. Who's, Who's your, your favorite main... of the DLC yeah. characters? <laughs> Who's your Piranha main Plant. on Smash Brothers? What? Well, we um, asked you two questions name... because Jinx doesn't know how to wait her turn. So just answer <laughs> mine, because I, I went first, and then you can answer Jinx's, whatever she said. My favorite DLC character is Piranha Plant. 
Great. That's a great answer. Um, so now you can go ahead and answer Jinx's question because we'll just do one <laughs> at a time from here and on out. To answer Jinx's question, um, my mane is piranha plant. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was the same well, You're hearing the scoop here first, folks. <laughs> we got the 411 on the T of who Kim Chi plays in Smash Brothers. And you can only get it here on I'm 40% podcast. <laughs> Kim, do you play Animal Crossing? I used to in the beginning of the pandemic, but then oh. it got a little too monotonous. Mm. I want someone to come to my island because it looks really good, but it's like, it looks embarrassingly good. So I want someone who's like good at stuff to come see it. So they don't think I'm sad. Maybe I got to <laughs> give Animal Crossing a try because I just started playing Second Life. There's nobody on there. <laughs> People are still playing Animal Crossing. And you know what, mom? You missed know, out on I'm some just... seasonal things, but I can craft them for you. I'll give them to you. I, I don't want to play either of those games I just mentioned. Did you get a PlayStation 5, Jinx? No, I can't get one. I got a new Xbox yesterday. I got the Series X. Nice. Yeah. I can't I can't find them anywhere. I don't know what to do. You're going to wait <laughs> one month and then it's going to be very easy. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get your Xbox Series X? My mommy. <laughs> uh, how did I not know that was the answer to that question? My mommy My got mommy. it for me. <laughs> Which one's better? If I'm like used to the PS4, should I just stick with PS5 or yeah. should I switch to Xbox Series X? They're they're all the same now. It's just an Android iPhone <laughs> thing at this point. They all have the same games. They except for the same games. except for Nintendo Switch, a lot of Nintendo exclusive. I know. Yeah. I still have a Switch. Don't, I I always upgrade my Nintendo system so I can keep playing whatever new Zelda game they churn out. <laughs> but Breath of the Wild was so good. I can't wait for the sequel. It's like the it's the second time ever they're making a sequel to a Zelda game. Because Majora's Mask is referred to as the sequel to Ocarina of Time because it's Spirit all set in the same. Spirit like, was a direct sequel. Where was that for Game Boy? I don't count Game Boy. DS. <laughs> Legend of Zelda 2, yeah, The Adventure of Link was a direct sequel. Um, yeah, that's a Game Boy. No, that was NES. Well, whatever. I only count the, like, you know, the big daddies. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Twilight Princess. You got your Wind Waker. You got your Skyward Sword. You got your um. You got your Ocarina of Time. You got your uh uh a Breath of the Wild. Kim, <laughs> you like Zelda? Yes. Um, Zelda is one series that I could personally never get into, but I mm. see the appeal. Okay. That's a good diplomatic answer. I think I'd like it if they made a really funny RPG game of Futurama, where like you had to build the new crew to pilot, you know, to to be the crew for Planet Express. You know, there is and... a Futurama game, right? We should probably talk about it at some point in the series. What is it? Like, what do you do in it? I don't think the game is good, but it became very rare. <laughs> and the thing that's cool about it is if you put all the cutscenes together, it is just an episode of Futurama that never aired. But it's computer animated like a PS2 game. I see. I am played their Bejeweled game, the Futurama's version of Bejeweled. You know, it was like Robot Frenzy or something. <laughs> yeah, how was the story in that one? <laughs> was there a I whole, those, a I whole Futurama those episode <laughs> in that Bejeweled game? 
Probably. I don't know. I skipped those parts. I just need to match up robots. I just need that bejeweled satisfaction, you know, of clicking things together. Kim, I'm so sorry she's been talking for so long. Um, We're going to get you out of here. (laughs) Do you you want to plug anything? Um, Check out myself on Kimchi Beauty and stay true to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even get through it. (laughs) (laughs) Stay true. Please follow Kim Chi and please stay true to yourself. Kim, do you do you want to do the outro for the show? Because Jinx has just not been sticking the That's, landing. It's one of my it's one of my perks <laughs> is that I get to do the outro. Well, just like Kim, well, do what it. if Kim does it once and you do it once and we decide who's better? I am so sick of you trying to get in my head about these intros. Not really intros. This is Jinx's podcast. I don't want to step on her boundaries. No, Kim Chi, you can do the outro. Yeah, do it once. Thanks for coming. That was so good. (laughs) Jinx, take notes. This is what we need. (laughs) So that's the end of the show. Uh, Please follow us and give Jinx your money on Patreon. (laughs) That's the end. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Kim Chi. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, shit. (laughs)